0: Hello, my name is Mukuka Chpanta, and I'm a Zambian author and aerospace engineer. Welcome to the second season of my podcast, Kutika, Modern African Stories. Each time, I introduce you to a short story written by me and performed by different narrators. I'd like to thank all of my listeners for the overwhelming support received in our first series, If you have not yet listened to it, please take some time to do so, and remember to post a review. It really helps with our sponsors. In Series 2, I have a special treat for you with a story of love, longing, and kindness, which I hope will resonate with you on a deeply personal level. The story is entitled, One Stranger to Another. And features two wonderful performers, Miss Muzala Shimukoa and my very own sister, Saka Chipanta Sega.
1: Hi, I'm Becky Parker Geist, and today I have with me Mukuka Chapanta, the author of this series, and also Muzala Shimukoa and Saka Chapenta Sager. Thank you all for being with me.
2: Thank you. Thank you. Thank
1: you. Uh, Mukuka, would you start off and just tell us a little bit about uh, who you are? We know you're the author of the story, but if you could tell us a little bit more about who you are and what you do, that would be great.
0: Thank you, Becky. It's it's great to be here. Um, My name is Mukuka Chipanta. Uh, I'm from Zambia. Uh, I'm an aerospace engineer and and an author as well. So I'd say I've I've been in the aerospace industry for uh, around 20 years now, and an author maybe for about seven years or so.
1: Beautiful, thanks. And Muzala, you are the main narrator in this story. Could you tell us a little bit about uh, who you are and um, and what you do aside from narrating the story?
2: Thank you, Miss Becky. And my name is Muzala. I am a graduate international student at the University of Arkansas, studying TUSO, uh, teaching English to speakers of other languages. And I've been... I've done my undergraduate in elementary education. So far, I plan on beginning to teach next year as an ESL teacher. Beautiful. Thanks.
1: And Saka, tell us a little bit about you.
3: Hi, Becky. Um, I'm Saka Chapanta and um, I happen to be the author's sister. <laughs> <laughs> And I am a business analyst working with a software development company out in Colorado
1: Springs, Colorado. Great. Great. And so Mukuka, where are you located?
0: So I'm located in Connecticut, in Berlin, Connecticut to be specific.
1: All right. And Muzala, where are you? Uh, where are you uh, hailing from? Fayetteville, Arkansas. Okay. And Saka is in Colorado Springs and uh, I'm out here in Portland, Oregon. So we have really spanned the states, at least uh, in this project. Um, I would love to hear a little bit more about how, uh, Muzala, how it came to be that, that you are a part of this project. How did you and Mukuka connect? You know, tell us a little bit about how you got started working on this.
2: So I got an email that asked if I was going to be interested in working part of the African story. So I'm also from Zambia and Mr. Chipanta is a Zambian author based in the United States. So that's how we connected through the Voice Production Artists site. And...
1: um Saka, it's clear how you uh, came to be connected with this project. Uh, getting to be the sister of Mukuka, so that's uh, that's pretty clear. But you're in uh, very different parts of the of the states, quite distant from each other. Um, uh, did you both come to the states at the same time, or were or did you arrive at separate times? We
3: definitely arrived at separate times. I claim to be the one who came here first, even though I his younger sister. Um, I went to college in Illinois at at the time he was living in England, but we've always been pretty close. So I was delighted when he decided to move over to the U S because it meant I had some family fairly close by.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That's great. So, um, Mukuka, I want to come back to you and ask you a little bit about like, what was the inspiration for this story? How did this story come to be and come through you?
0: I frequently write or put things on paper, um, you know, little snippets here and there. Uh, flashes of uh, memories come come to mind oftentimes, and I, I try to uh, write them down. And every so often, one of those ideas buds into something bigger so i i I started to draft the story um and then it, 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 one thing led to another um i it, you know I hit on a topic that that's close to my heart um you know it, it, it's essentially a story of of, of longing and uh, that that thread goes throughout the story and 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 basically the the whole was the theme of the story. And and I I built around that. So I I can't, I can't really say what the inspiration was, but Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, that's how it came to be.
1: Okay. But this is not your first piece of writing. What other, what other things do you have out there in the world published or, uh, you know, public?
0: At this point, I've written quite a few things. Um, My first piece of, published work was, uh, a novel that I wrote, um, that I had published in 2000 and, um, I think that was 2016, yeah, 2016. And that was a casualty of power. So, um, that was a, a novel that's set in Zambia and my, my home country. And, uh, it's about the, uh, culture clashes occurring in Zambia between the, um, the Chinese and the, uh, the, 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 Zambian nationals. Um, and then I went on further to write a, a second novel uh, which came out in 2019. It's called Five Nights Before the Summit. And that's a, a story set again in Zambia in the seventies, late seventies. And um, that, that, that's a novel that, that I published um, with the same publishing house, Weaver Press And uh, in between those two novels, I've I've written a number of short stories that have made their way in different publications um, in the UK, um, on the African continent. And then because I write a a few stories, quite a few stories, I I wanted to have a home for some of the stories that that didn't necessarily have a, Mm-hmm. A formal publication, so to speak, and i i I thought of the idea of of starting a podcast and um so that was about two years ago, and that that really has proved quite popular. Folks were uh, like the story and and were' looking to to hear some more and uh it's it, it's a good way to to segue into some of my writing and and African writing in general, so yeah
1: um. Saka, I want to come back to you and ask about your experience with this particular piece, and uh, what what was that? What was it like for you? What kind of things did it stir up? Or and you can talk, uh, speak to either the recording piece, or you know the production side, or the story itself. Uh, what what was this like for you? Well,
3: I'm a novice at. So it was definitely an interesting experience. Um, The recording was not something I had ever done before. So it was fascinating to be part of it. Um, I was definitely honoured when my brother asked if I would be interested in participating. Uh, I had read an early draft of the story and I thought it was very moving. And so it was really wonderful to be part of the process. And certainly reading through the story, it stirs up a lot of very vivid memories of, you know, living at home and some of the experiences we'd have. For instance, just the the scenes where um, going into the the bus station and having the the boys coming around and trying to drag her by the arm and take her to the, the correct bus place. It just, to me, that's something that really It almost makes my stomach hurt when I think about what those experiences were like because it was very true. Like before you went on that kind of journey, you had to think about, okay, how am I going to handle those kinds of situations? So the story truly resonated with me, and there were just a lot of things that rang true from memories.
1: And Muzala, also, I want to ask that same question to you. What's you know what things got stirred up what was um what was this experience like for you either and again, either the recording side uh, and or the um the story side of things
2: i when I got the story, I was drawn like to the beginning of the narration and just the building of the characters, the story development. And just the way the mother, it made me think of my mom, like how she's preparing, like, oh, you know, get your education. And so this was something that I felt with the son, Pasco. I was like, oh, you know, what happens in the next story? Like, I just wanted to continue, like, reading the story, turn the page and just dig deep and find out, like, what's the mystery? Like, what's going on here? You know, like, I just didn't want to put the book down for the story, too. So I was like, very, and I loved the action, too. Mm-hmm. So that was really great and yeah, the setting yeah. was in Zambia I was like oh wait a minute that's great
1: i also you know kind of want to answer my own question like for me um uh, the story has been um i just think it's it's so intriguing and very moving um what i the intriguing piece for me was realizing at the end is like oh there's almost a kind of psychological loop that we're in that you know, when you go back then and and listen again to the story, it's like it it it. What what I loved about it was how you see it from one lens, and then when you go back after getting to the end, you have a new lens, and you go back, and now it it looks different because that new lens is applied. Which to me also is that kind of reminder of how. You know, we operate out there, we're making our assumptions about what's going on for everybody else and what's happening in this scene or moment in our lives. And, you know, that's one lens and everyone has their own lens to that story. So to me, it called up some of that, that really cool, deep uh, fascination with our own perceptions about life and what may really be going on. And Mukuka, I would love to hear what it was like, or is like for you as as the author to, you have your, your written text, what's it like for you to hear it in audio?
0: Thank you, that's, that's a great question. So it's fantastic for me to hear Performers like these two ladies, great performers, um, acting out the story. It 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 almost gives me a, a, a different perspective or a different lens, if you will. Because as I write the stories and as the characters come to me, um, I, there are certain voices that are in my head, and then it's 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 very uh, wonderful and interesting to. To hear, um, you know how other people hear those voices, and oftentimes it's better than 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 the voices that I had. Uh-huh. So it's it's really yeah it's 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 a, it's a fantastic experience um, um, to to hear for sure. Yeah,
1: Yeah and you got uh with this one you got to uh, to be one of the voices and I, the first in the first series you know you were you also voiced the stories and 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 do you find that there's any like added benefit or extra things that you learn about your work in that process of actually being the voice
0: so uh, very interesting so uh in the first series um, we did two sets of recordings. And, and one uh, was with a, a great narrator, Nene. She, she did a, a fantastic job with the story. And I recorded some pieces, uh, but in actual fact, I never released those to the public. And, and so I still have those. Um, and, and it's interesting because I don't really, don't particularly... Uh, I think my voice is that great uh, in, in in the narrations, and uh, I get a little bit self conscious. But um, I'd say in, in in this in this um, next installment, it I think it really helped that there were a number of of narrators, and mine was not like the the, the dominant voice there. It was just a, a bit part in in the story, and I I enjoyed. That arrangement a lot more and and so I I, I yes it was a, it was fun to do that I had fun acting out those parts so I had two different experiences in the first series um, where I, I those pieces that didn't come out you know as a little bit uh, apprehensive about my voice going out there but getting out there but um, in this series I I definitely had a lot more fun.
1: Yeah, well, good. That's good. It's supposed to be fun. <laughs> um, yeah. And then um, I'm just curious about, uh, and, and I think that your readers and listeners may be curious about, you know, do you have any kind of like writing practice or as stories, you'd mentioned that you write little pieces of ideas that come along and sometimes those will develop into a story. Is there anything that you can share about what your process is, or or how a particular story may decide to move forward into full blown storyhood.
0: <laughs> yes, so I I you're, you're correct in saying that I I write lots of little pieces here and there when when the stories come to me, but one of the most frustrating things is you end up with that process is you end up with a lot of unfinished pieces. But then there are times when I think the, the the voices are so strong. The characters are so uh, it's almost like they're, they're they're bursting to be heard. Mm -hmm. And in those moments, you know, it's, it's, it's even difficult to sleep at times because the, 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 the voices are so loud, you know, um, and I I can't write fast enough to mm. put them on paper. So, um, in and those are the instances where the story develops into something uh, bigger. Um, it could be a short story that gets to completion or maybe a full length type of manuscript or whatever the case may be. But um, those are the stories that become... Uh, something grander.
1: Yeah. And and are there any uh, particular character voices within this story, one stranger to another, that uh, were keeping you awake at night? Any voices vying for your particular attention? <laughs>
0: <laughs> so um, I'd say I identified with maybe three characters where the ones. Um, so the first one is 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 Betty. The you know um, that that longing, that longing for for her son, mm. um, that that deep affection for that one and only child that she has. And I, you know, I recently became a father three years ago, and uh, there's there's something to be said for that. Connection or that bond you have with your child, and uh, something that's inexplicable. Um, Yes, so I I identified with that character, and and just just uh, the process of uh, you know having a child means you you will forever worry until your dying day. Yeah, Mm -hmm. and uh, and and that's something that you 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 just have to live with. And so, so I identified with that character. I also identified with the um, the son Pascal, although he's he's not um, a major player in in the story. Uh, but I do identify with trying to be the best person you can be. Trying to uh, Im- impress your parents. Um, trying to um, you know. Trying to be a good student, trying to, and 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 I felt in the story, um, one of the things I wanted to present in the story, which I hope came out, was I wanted, uh, I, I wanted you to feel a yearning for his story to be told. So you're 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 wondering, you know, you know, when will he speak, and when when will his story be told? So identify with with that character. And then the last character um, that resonated with me was um, the pastor. So, the, so the pastor is a good man, um, and and he he contemplates things, and he you know really th- feels and thinks deeply. Life uh, has come at at him like it comes at all of us. Um, there's some things that he yearns for that. Um, he's not able to have both from, from a romantic sense, a little bit of that. And also from, you know, from, from the standpoint of, of, of the, 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 son or daughter that he yearns for, but that hasn't been his lot in life and uh, and how he also yearns to, uh, to make a better community. So yeah, those, those three characters. Um were the ones whose voices were loudest and, and uh who, who kept me up at night. <laughs> <laughs> great, great.
1: Well, um I think that uh we should probably wrap up. I want to thank you so much, Mukuka, Saka, Muzala, all for being part of this conversation. Thanks again.
2: Thank you. Thank you. Thank
0: you. And and uh, thank you everyone for for taking a part in this project. it's It's, it's been fun, and, and thank you. Thank you. If you like this story, please subscribe and leave us a rating or post a review on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, or wherever you get your podcasts. Follow me at Chapanta Mukuka on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Check out my website, mukukachpanta.com, for updates and information about my upcoming events. Until next time, stay tuned.